instructions needed. I, I don't really feel Shoot like the poop like your wiener. Oh, let me just get that right in the uh, the old camera shot. That's my thought. I'm sipping on some red wine. Primary use for Bitcoin is to get more money. Oh man, the Coog bar. Yeah, I'm into that. Hello. This fucking bomb hardly like I. I cannot start this at ease. I cannot risk it. That's how I go to the bathroom. And I'm going to sit in the It's exactly how they're walking running here. Whatever it is. Oh, God. What it do, baby? We are back. We are going to get Doug back. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the No Instructions Needed podcast. You got three of the four bad boys here today. Unfortunately, Ponzi could not make it, but uh, we got Chaps, we got the Big O, and last but not least, you got yourself the Big D present and accounted for. Fellas, how you doing today? Chapsy in a houseboat watching Game 7. How you living, kid? Oh, you know, got through the week. Got through the weekend. I've been sipping on that purple drank NyQuil all weekend. And, uh, you know, I'm uh, trying to get over a little bit of a cold. Did like eight COVID tests, no COVID. Still, they all COVID. Can't catch me, motherfucker. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a good weekend. Lots of TV, lots of doing nothing, to be honest. We got a sickness running around the house. So we're through it now. And uh, it sounds like the big O is getting a little uh, schnodded up as well with the uh, allergy season. Yeah, man, it is uh, It is not fun here. I woke up with like a sore throat just uh, this morning. And it seems like the allergy bug is biting me in the old butthole. But you know what? We Bumble. survive. Um, Chapsy, I'm glad that the house coat is covering up the nips. Uh, I want to get into it right now. Today was a very interesting Twitter session for the No Instructions Needed podcast. Number one, some asshole chirped because we got four votes on a fucking Twitter poll, which we normally crush, but it wasn't just – it was an off day. Okay, four, four, uh, four votes. I think average one an hour. And then the old Warren Sharp with a b- 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 bang of a uh, response to a tweet that you put out, got lots of views, got lots of feedback. So that guy who chirped you can suck a big fatty if he says Jesus. Yeah. Oh, hey, man, I, you know, sucking fatties all day. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. Bad, there's, yeah, it's a good time. I'm saying, but as soon as I said sucking fatties, all I could think about was like Van Wilder in the scene where they filled the, the donuts with a bunch of dog Yeah. <laughs> you also said it was a good time, as if you're speaking from experience. So, I mean, hey, I mean, don't knock until you try it. But, anyways, um, uh, listen, the, the, uh, the, the Warren Sharp uh, tweet, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I don't, Warren Sharp and me, he, I'm sure he's a good person. We disagree with a lot of things, like a lot. I just don't agree that he's like, oh, pro quarterback and all this stuff all the time. It's like, it's, it's sports is cyclical. So eventually the running game's going to come back. That's just how sports is, right? It's just, it, it's all cyclical. But uh, 
that Russell Wilson thing. It was just low hanging fruit. And I, and I went through the, the comments I'm like, all right, nobody has said this yet. So I'm going to say Russell Wilson is overrated without saying Russell Wilson is overrated. And uh, yeah, you know, that's got to be up over a hundred thousand impressions now, I would think. And, uh, and you know, we're, we're, Mr. Mr. Uh, WS really, uh, really enjoyed that tweet. Hey man, you're killing Twitter game. No instructions needed. Podcast is a great follow. And if you don't believe me, you got to just check out the mentions that we get from some of the funny people on the internet. It's always a good time. Uh, speaking of internet, I saw this thing and I was I thought immediately of you guys. If you had to be trapped in a television series for one week, what television show would you choose? Oh. Right, like it's oh. my answer is going to be like out there, and it, it may not be uh, received well by some. But um, I have an interesting take, so I, I'm curious to know if you were trapped in a television series for a week, which one are you choosing? Would I be like a main character, or would I be like a fly on the wall? Oh, you're just you're like you're you're just in the time that is taking place. Like you're not necessarily in the storyline or whatever, but like you can, so if I wanted to be like a power ranger, I couldn't be a power ranger. Sure. You can be a power ranger. (laughs) Well, you can do whatever you want, man. Cause that'd be fucking tight. And I would be in power (laughs) rangers and I would be a ranger. I would not be Billy. I would not be Billy. I'd be one of the one that's actually good at fighting. Like Jason or Zach or Tommy or Kimberly. Yeah, she she does gymnastics. I'm not that bendy, so I'll just be yeah. <laughs> I'll be one of the boys. Okay, so Power Rangers Chapsy, what would you what would you choose? Red Shoes Diary. Oh, so you see, you're, <laughs> see you're you're down the road with me. You're down the you. I'm going Cat House, and if you don't know Cat yeah, House, like yeah. you need to check that shit out. But like, it's funny because that's where my mind went when I saw that. I was like, I'm certainly going to be on that HBO TV show and just be like. A John and enjoy myself for a week, but Richie Dyer is not bad, man. She's L word, too. The L word, you know, so, something that's a little, a little sexual would be nice. Risque, risque. I, I mean, Blue Mountain State is probably a good one too, right? Oh, that would be a good one to live in. <laughs> Actually, I would like to amend my answer. I would live in Blue Mountain State for sure for a yeah. week. Just that would be amazing. Can you can't have... tell me Tommy Oliver doesn't bang off screen in Power Rangers, okay? <laughs> yeah, but we're not talking about off screen. We're talking about like Cat House is a different genre. But if yeah, BMS would be like pretty dope, man. Pretty like you're taking the drug Olympics would be incredible. Um, <laughs> Like, you know, when Alex Moran, all the parties he got when he became starting quarterback, I mean, pff, damn. I mean, people, some people will be like, oh, the Sopranos. I'm like, I don't want to fucking die. Like, exactly. I don't want to be in that fucking world. Like, <laughs> I'd be the no. first one to go. Yeah, yeah. Or like, like, oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi or whatever. It's like, fuck that shit. That shit looks hard, man. I just want to <laughs> chill out, you know, just, just relax and, uh, and, you know, have a, have a good time. Winning time, too, as well, you know, with all the, the Lakers being on the Lakers. That'd be a good time as well. I was thinking winning time, too, but there's a lot of uh, Jarema in that show. You know what I'm it's saying? True. I can't believe that team won a championship. That is fucking wild <laughs> that they won a championship. Like, crazy. Oder almost was broke, essentially. 
uh, their main star, Dave, the, the coach Dean Wadham. Coach quit three weeks before the season. Another coach died almost in a car accident, pretty much dead. And then their backup coach, who's a high school teacher, takes over and they win the championship. And they kick a guy off the team for smoking crack in the NBA Finals. Like, how how does that happen? I That's just uh, absolutely amazing. Now, that series was pretty good. But yeah, get me on the L word. <laughs> <laughs> the old crack smoke can get you every time, man. Get you every time. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned The Sopranos and Obi-Wan Kenobi. There's too much collateral damage in that show because oh, yeah. you don't need to be a main character and you could still get got, right? Like, that's the crazy thing. I mean, Sons of Anarchy, you're probably getting murdered at some, like, hooker bar or something. So, yeah. again, oh, yeah, for sure. I want to increase my chances of surviving that week. But looking at another perspective, would you not want to be, like, a temp in the office? Oh, it'd be pretty fun. Yeah, just live right. with Michael Scott for a week. Yeah, as your yeah. boss. All right. Like I'd love, to be, I'd love to be the Jack Black character from Community in the one episode he's in. Just like being around. Like, like I want to do paintball. I want to do paintball in my in my like community college. I'd be down for that. That'd be dope. Community would be a good one too. Yeah. That, that, that would be, be a good fun. one too. Parks and Rec. Like, okay, if I was on Entourage, could I just be part of the Entourage? Yeah, yeah, why not, man? Why not? Could I be Johnny Drama? I mean, you could be, like, you could experience, like, you combine BMS and Entourage. One of the greatest things coming from BMS was the trickle-down effect. And if you haven't seen BMS, <laughs> like, you're missing out on some real goal, especially when they talk about hockey. Um, but, like, th- and if you're in an Entourage, the trickle-down effect is real. Because while... E is banging Sloan and Vince is banging like I don't know like Jessica Alba, Mandy Moore, fucking Sasha Gray. Shout out Sasha Gray breaking through mainstream. Um, like there, there, there's definitely like if Turtles getting laid, Dieter's taking home winners. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> He's got the winner. You know, I I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh... I, I that's a that's a really good question though. Like I, I hope that uh that, that's you get more than four Twitter votes on it? Yeah, I hope I mean that guy first of all, that guy could fuck right off. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And I, I think my response is pretty good with it too. Like he's just he's like, yeah. Oh, four four votes in four hours, good job or something like that. I'm like, well, quick math tells me roughly that's one vote an hour. <laughs> yeah. And crickets. No, crickets from it was good, man. It was good, yeah. It was good. It, it, I looked at that too, and I was going to chime in, but I was like, "It's not even worth it, man. This guy's a bum. This guy's a straight bum." But, <laughs> He's a uh, butt. Speaking of butts, nice. Uh, we're we're about to get a verdict, and by the time this podcast ends, or sorry, uh, launches, Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, does Johnny get the W? Does Camille get the W for Johnny? First of all. Is there a way to get a W for Johnny? Because guarantee you Amber Heard doesn't have $50 million. She's obviously still holding on to the $7 million from the divorce settlement. That's probably getting her through life these days. But does Johnny does Johnny get the W? He's already won in the court of public opinion, hands down. But, like, does the jury find him the victor? I'm curious I mean, of your thoughts. I mean, like, I think he's already won regardless at this point, just because of the, the court of public opinion, he might uh, he might get work again, possibly. I think that's pretty important uh, for him. But I, man, 
I don't know if he's going to win. Like, you know, I still think there was some truth to what Amber Heard said, to be honest with you. And I think there's a lot of truth to what he said, too. Like, I think, I think like I said last couple of weeks, they're just both terrible people and both need to just get on with their lives. But if I had to put money on it, I'm going to say – I'm going to say he wins. I think he's going to win. I think he wins. Yeah, I'd probably say that too, and I agree with Chaps. You know, it just seems like a super dysfunctional relationship on both ends, and probably there's a lot of truth in what both people said. But yeah, I think uh, Johnny is more compelling, and uh, you know, I think maybe she, if that, if what they say is true, maybe she was in the wrong a bit more. I don't know. I don't really know the details. I just kind of see what I see on Instagram and and Facebook and stuff like that. So uh, I'm just going to shot in the dark and say Johnny. But, uh, yeah, overall, seem like they're both kind of unstable maybe at yeah, but times. I think, I think you expected that from Johnny Depp, right? Like once you saw Captain Jack Sparrow, you realize, like, this cat is on, like, a whole other level. But, like, I think I think the evidence was so damning. When you hear the words from Amber Heard being like, no one's going to believe you go and tell the world that you're like a victim of domestic violence. And like, no one's going to believe you go tell everybody. And then you hear those words come out and you're just like, man, that's pretty fucked up to say like, that's, it's a pretty shitty thing to say and thinking that like, you can just get away with it. And then for all of those things to be exposed, like the, the like the makeup palette, it's like the makeup palette she described she was using comes out a year after like the incident. And then you have like the TMZ guy who comes out and says like, yeah, we were tipped off and notified. We knew to be there because we knew that this was happening. Like when all of those things start adding up, you're just kind of like Johnny Depp's like a different cat, but like this chick is crazy. Like it's fully like believable that she made things up as far as like the extent of how things are. Was he unstable? 100%. He was obviously beating the shit out of cabinets. But I think it's a far cry to go connecting, like, drinking mega pints to being mega a pints. Ser- serial abuser like she like, claimed for – she basically said that he was, like, a predator. It was like he was fearful for her life or her sister's life and that, like, didn't want to end up like Kate Moss. And Kate Moss comes in and is like, mm-hmm. yeah, bro, I fell down the stairs. Like, what? Yeah, that was, I saw that. Talking about? that, that yeah. was big. That was, like, the biggest point yeah. in the case. Like, hey, it was raining. I fell down the stairs. He took me to the doctor's. Like yeah. his lawyer got just, a boner. Yeah, for like, sure. Like that was like if it. you didn't if you saw the video, the moment she mentions Kate Moss's name, he looks to Johnny. He's like, "We got it," because like they wanted to use her, but they couldn't because again, there was no context to it. The moment she brought it up, woo, guy was <laughs> salivating. Yeah, it's it's just interesting, and I mean to go on the fact of like court of public opinion. Uh, it is rumored that like he's already been offered his first movie since all of this kind of started. He's rumored to be in the new Beetlejuice movie with Michael Keaton, Beetlejuice two. So, I mean, Hey, that's, that's a great comeback right there. Johnny Depp back on the big screen with the Keaton of all guys. Keaton is back too. I just, yeah. What brought Keaton back? What was the movie that brought him back? Birdman. Is it Birdman? I think it's the other guys. Yeah, the other guys, Officer or Captain Gene. <laughs> I don't know. That's I, I'm gonna have to just double up on the IMDb here real quick. Spider Man. Well, no, no, that no, was after. No. That was after. 
But I think I think he I think he did that that Keaton or that Keaton role that Keaton role. I think he did that Keaton role. He did the other guy's role, and I think he had maybe already filmed Birdman at that point. Possibly no, I don't think he had. I, I think I think it was the other guys. He was so I just watched that recently. So fucking funny in that movie. Oh, don't go chasing waterfalls. It's a great movie. Are you quoting a, TLC right now? I don't know, I don't know what, what you're talking, talking about. about. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, it's so funny. And I'm like, oh, aim for the bushes. I just remember watching that movie <laughs> there in theater. goes my hero. <laughs> Watch him as he goes. I was watching that in the movie theater. I'm just like waiting and waiting and waiting. And then just hit the concrete. And then they're at a funeral. And then the, the quiet <laughs> fight. That was like so. Oh, man. That movie is is uh is top tier that's one of my movies that i'll uh i'll go to if i if i get a bored night ahead oh we got some research done yeah i mean so he's got the other guys that comes out in like 2010 then he doesn't really do he does some like some video game stuff he does some tv movie he gets like robocop in 2014 which again i don't think like yeah but He's not RoboCop, you know what I mean? It's like not the greatest movie. He gets Need for Speed, which is like just an awful, terrible, terrible movie. And then he gets Birdman all in. So 2014 is when he really sort of picks up four years later. After that, he gets The Founder, which was like a huge McDonald's oh, yeah. movie. Yeah, that's right? a good movie. Then Spider-Man Homecoming, Dumbo. Uh, so, I mean, I still think it's Birdman. Because he says Toy Story three in the same year as the other guys too, right? Yeah, so. but that 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 like brought him back, and then he got those roles after that. That's how I would argue that. I'd be like, all right, well, they seen that, and then those movies, these he filmed those movies like two years after that type of idea, because it takes roughly what eighteen months to get a movie out it's, somewhere. It's four years, four years later, four years later. Yeah. But I get I get what you're saying, but it's either way, he's uh, I'm happy he's back as oh, yeah. Batman. He's back oh, yeah. as the bat. And that's the thing. He's killing it now, right? Like, he gets back into, like, the the superhero universe and is just raking up. He was in shitty Morbius. He's going to be in the Flash movie. Maybe even more than, like, Ezra Miller uh, at this God, point. Terrible but, person. <laughs> terrible person, but, like, do you really see the Flash without Ezra Miller? Yeah. Like, well, that's, I mean... that's, that's the hard part right now, though. Like, if you look at the way that the, the Flash universe has been... It's been two characters, really. It's been the white guy from the CW series, and it's been Ezra Miller. And, like, those are, like, the faces of it. Where, like, you look at Batman, you could be like, all right, Bale, Keaton, Pattinson, Clooney. Like, you can grow, go down the list. And the way that they're setting up the Flash, if it's anyone other than Ezra Miller, like, you already said the next super uh, Superman is going to be a woman. You already said that, like, Keaton's coming back. Like, you're kind of straying from what got you the success that you were into. So I don't think they can afford to move away from Miller unless they bring in that CW guy. They go for Dylan. Face. Dylan, uh, what the fuck's his name? The guy from... Uh... Oh, oh Dylan O'Brien or whatever? Dylan, Dylan O'Brien. I'd sign off on Dylan uh... O'Brien. Yeah, I like him. Percy Jackson? I love he Dylan O'Brien. He, he, no, Maze Runner was this bigger series. And Maze American Runner, Assassin. Yeah. yeah. He was in uh, starring Michael Keaton as well. Oh uh, yeah, bring it yeah, all back. <laughs> Full circle, yeah. baby. Yeah, I, I like Dylan O'Brien. I fuck with Dylan O'Brien. He was also on like a TV show, Teen Wolf, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. then uh yeah the maze runner was cool and then he got like super injured and, and like had to have facial reconstructive surgery when after one of the, like the uh, stunts went wrong in like the last movie which was an awful movie but yeah i really liked the first like maze two runner. years because of it yeah, yeah i really liked the maze runner i thought the first one was really really good and even the second one was pretty decent but i think Brown, i never saw the third one the death cure i think it was called it's got it's got Chaps's boy Barry Pepper in it. Oh, man, oh I, I love, love Barry, Pepper. Some Barry Pepper. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. Barry Pepper's best movie. Go. I uh, don't know. Amazing. It's gotta be Saving Private Ryan. I mean, Ooh, 60, 61, Man, come on now. Yeah, sixty one. He's good, so like, good in sixty one. Yeah, that's true. He, that probably is his best movie. He, he's pretty good in that. His worst movie is uh, is the one with Forrest Whitaker. It ruined his career where he's uh it's like a Scientology movie. Oh, oh my god, Battle, Battlefield Earth, I think is what it's called. Oh yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I love bad. Barry Pepper. So bad. He's uh, I remember he's when we were in college. Movie. When we were in college, Chaps was always like Barry Pepper. I'm like, who who's that? <laughs> Fuck, he was awesome. Man. He was in a movie called Unknown, where everyone wakes up and it's it's an awesome awesome concept. Everyone wakes up. And nobody knows who they are because they all got poisoned. And there's good guys and bad guys. And you're trying to figure out the whole time if you're a good guy or a bad guy. Starring one, Barry Pepper. Starring two, <laughs> a real piece of shit by the name of Jim Kazelvinkin or whatever. I don't know. The guy that played oh, Jim Caviezel? Jesus? Yeah. Oh, he's a terrible person. Like a terrible, terrible person. But he's he's but. also done some pretty decent flicks, though. That's not like. Oh, yeah. I, can, can we separate shitty people from their, like, acting? Well, I think it depends on how shitty the person is. I still like, haven't let, seen the Tom Cruise movie in like fifteen years. Yeah, legitimately, that's okay. apparently, it's, it's really good. Apparently, Top Gun's rad. Yeah, apparently, yeah, apparently it's, it's like the best like, movie ever. Sick reviews. Tom Cruise is a legend, and even the the trailer for his new Mission Impossible came out. Oh. Let's go. The last one was so good. The last one was so good. I did Fallout with Henry Cavill. Um, Boys, I might have to break it. I might have to watch some Tom. Oh, let's go. I, might, I might have to do it. My favorite thing about former Superman is that Tom Cruise talks about how he loads his arms and then he goes <laughs> back like and there's a clip of like all the times he's done it in like his films. And like, it's so funny because it's so true. Like, I love it. <laughs> Henry Cavill. Look. <laughs> let's go. Barry Pepper's got some work. All right, so I know we we're talking about like Barry Pepper's career ending after uh, Battlefield Earth or whatever you said it was. Yeah, but Barry Pepper's like he's in some films, but he's not starring. But he was never no. like a superstar, right? Like he was never no. He was never a superstar to say he's killing it. But he's in like I really like this movie Casino Jack. He was in Seven Pounds. He was in um, Flags of Our Fathers. Was a was a really good one too. Um, Seven Pounds. Will Smith was an awful movie. That's bad. But maybe I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking of uh, what's the what's the one where uh, with Margot Robbie? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. With Margot it's like, Robbie, it, it's like a single. It's like a single word. He's like a he's like a, a gambler or something. Snitch. No, or that was with Margot the, Robbie in it, but no. He was also was, uh, in, a, in a movie called The Green Mile, which is also a, phenomenal. And he was really good in that. You're right. He's the, never like the main guy. He's always like in the background. 
And 61 came out after Battlefield Earth, but now we're talking about like your 18-month turnaround. Probably filmed it just before Battlefield Earth yeah. hits Earth. Um, but The yeah. Green Mile, one of the best books I have ever read. Like the book itself that it's based on is so good. One of easily top five uh, movie adaptations of a book. Another one is like a probably one no one else has ever heard of. It's called Angelus Ashes. It's also a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Even yeah. better book. There's two book series. Um, not a big reader, but like when I come across a book I like, uh, I'm a big fan of that. But uh, Barry Pepper, solid, Crawl. solid dude. Oh, the terrible movie. It was so bad. What? Crawl is so good. Crawl oh. is so bad, chaps. Like an hour and a half a thrill ride. It was, it was first so of all, much fun. It's so much you had fun. to turn you had to turn your TV brightness up to like two hundred because it was shot so dark. And yeah, anyway, it was entertaining, but it was a bad. What, what do you bad think that movie, movie got Rotten Tomatoes? If you had to guess, like don't, like just just guess oh, what you think it had to get. Thirty five. Thirty five. Dean, you know what the movie is? Crawl. Have you ever heard of Crawl? Fuck no. I, I, okay, I've so tuned out of this conversation. Okay. <laughs> It got eighty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh my god! This is why I don't two hundred and four reviews. Yeah, and they're all on drugs, on shrooms. So excited for the idea of like alligators killing everybody. No, thank you. Unreal. I love that. Fucking, fucking, it's so bad. Chaps, how can you have such good taste in things and such awful taste in other things? I just don't get it. You're such a connoisseur of some things. Uh, It's just. You know, some tickle my fancy. Whoa. Some tickle my fancy, and uh, and that's just one of them. I love I, just just that, like being stuck, and the monsters trying to get you. And realistically, there's only like, uh, are they going to make it out alive? There's only two people. I don't know. Like, I liked Open Water too. Open Water was kind of a boring movie, but you know, I like shit like that where you're just fighting against the elements. It's lots of fun. Speaking of this episode, this episode is brought to you by Alpine. Alpine pub and grill located 6145 kelly road south in prince george british columbia listen we talk about food we talk about experiences and alpine pub and grill brings you the best of both worlds so if you're looking to get an early morning fixing opening up at 11 a.m local time closing at 11 p.m monday through sunday make sure you stop in at alpine pub and grill and get yourself something to eat. Got a great to-go menu, okay? If you like if you like fried pickles, that's your thing, sure. Maybe some potato skins. I know that's a big, uh, big D favorite for me. I'm going chicken parm, maybe some rasta pasta. Listen, it sounds great. It's delicious, too. Make sure you head over to Alpine Public Grill. Uh, let them know that the No Instructions Needed podcast sent you. And uh, if you go there, maybe DM us a receipt. Let us know that you got there and when we'll, we'll send you something. Who knows? Oh, my God. Chaps is going to do some crazy shit. But, yeah, Alpine Public Grill, great partner, uh, great food, great experience. So, again, if you're ever in Prince George, make sure that you uh, head over to uh, Alpine Public Grill. Get yourself some grub. All right. This seems like a good spot to announce this. Oh, boy. So, Here we go. this summer, at some point, <sighs> we're not too sure which... Uh, which Let's weekend go. it's going to be yet. 
We are going to do a live show from the Alpine Pub and Grill in Prince George. There'll be a bunch of good big giveaways. We'll announce, we'll kind of get a graphic together for all that, but we will be doing a live show at the Alpine Pub this summer. So that is going to be fucking awesome. It might just be me there. The boys will be over the loudspeakers because everything will just be broadcast on the TVs and everything. It's going to be quite the event. So make sure you hang out on our social media pages because the date uh, will be announced here. I'm thinking it's going to be sometime in June, uh, may, probably near the end of June or the early parts of July. But uh, yeah, the Alpine Pub hosting us for a night. And make sure you bring uh, bring your friends because it's going to be a... Uh, it's going to be a wild time. We got another pretty big event here to announce, too. Oh, fuck it. Let's do it again. We are going to be golfing at the Sun Rivers Bighorn Golf Club in Kamloops, British Columbia as well. We'll have a booth set up. We're going to have prizes to give away. It might be like a little tournament type fashion thing. I still got to organize some of that. So be on the lookout for that, too. Bighorn Golf and Country Club in Kamloops, British Columbia. We will be playing you. We will be giving away shit. And that one is also going to be a banger of a time. If you beat Chaps, you'll, uh, I don't know, maybe he'll tickle your twat too. Oh my God. <laughs> or he'll buy you a frosty pint. A nice pint. There you go. It's not, it's not too hard to beat me. That is definitely. Definitely an easy thing to do, especially after my last golf game where I fell out of the golf cart because I might have been <laughs> so fucking wasted. Inebriated. I was at a charity golf event this week, and I was shotgunning beer pretty much every single hole. It was for the Kodiaks Football Club up here in Prince George. It's like the new, I don't know, it's like the Prince George, WHL level football here in Prince nice. George. And I was... It was a scramble, so we, we didn't want to use either my ball or the guy I was driving with his ball. And we were driving to pick it up, and I wasn't driving. So I was you know, mm. leaning over, beer in hand, to pick up this ball. And he turned at the last second, and he ran over my ball, or his ball, whoever it was. So I was like still trying to grab it, and ass over tea kettle, beer everywhere. And then I just hammered the beer, and I just looked at him in complete shock. And uh, that was a joke for the rest of the tournament. It was a good time. What's worse? For that. Yeah, what's worse, you falling out of the cart or you spilling your beer? What was worse is about two holes after that, I was trying to read a card. And we had these activities for every single. Oh, <laughs> every, it's one of those. For every single hole. And nice. I did, so, so, so the card said hold whole activities. That's what it said, right? Mm-hmm. And I read it. I'm like, what does whole activation mean? Oh boy! Oh, go home. Hey, hey, you guys! Can we activate this hole? And so every time we had agreed, everyone's like, "Oh, hole has been activated." <laughs> That's awesome. It was a good time. It was a fun turn. I I gotta ask you, boys. Uh, being on the West Coast, some might say the best coast. It is. Um, you have one of the greatest matchups in recent history as far as the NHL goes with two giants colliding in the Edmonton Oilers and the Colorado Avalanche. We've been watching hockey. We've been betting hockey. Chaps has been asking, as Canadians, do you root for the only Canadian team that is left (laughs) simply because they're Canadian? 
What are your thoughts on can the Oilers slay the Giants of Colorado? And are they going to win the Cup this year? I am going to say, yes, they can, based on Colorado's previous playoff performances. They've never really been able to quite get over that hump. So this could be the year, sure. But, uh, you know, it's it's kind of like a Raptors deal. They couldn't get it. They couldn't do it. So they could be the year. But based on history, it's very feasible that they f- flame out a bit and uh, the Oilers take it. But, uh, you know, teams of long suffering, I don't mind seeing win. So I wouldn't be upset if Colorado won. Oilers have no chance in this series. It's going to go 10 days max, maybe five games at the most. Uh, Avalanche are one of the best teams I've ever seen in my life. I'm surprised that uh, St. Louis took them as far as they did, but St. Louis played them a lot more as well. Um, I think, yeah, I think it'll be about 10 10 days, five games. Uh, I don't don't think it's going to be much of a series at all. I think Avalanche are that good. I think they're honestly that good of a team. And fuck, I think... no, don't cheer for Canadian teams because they're Canadians. And fuck the Oilers because they're a gar- garbage bullshit team that fucking has had 42 first overall goddamn picks in the last three years, it feels like. And it took them like 48 years to get back to the conference finals. So fuck them. All right. That's, there's a lot of lot of heat coming off of Chaps on that one. Um, I, think I, I think I'm going to lean a little bit closer to what Dean had mentioned. Uh, but going back to what you said about the, the Blues – this is this is the issue with Edmonton. What St. Louis had was arguably a top three goalie in the playoffs that we've seen so far. Number one being probably Vasilevsky, Igor probably at home in the games that he stood on his head. Bennington play outplayed Kemper or Kremper or Kumpo or whatever the fuck his name is Kemper. for like the entire ser- series. And the only reason that that series didn't go seven is because Vuso, who was just trash uh, through the playoffs, got replaced. Bennington got hurt. Vuso came back in, and then it was like, hey, we're Swiss cheese, score at will. Because that team played them aggressively, played really good defensively. And I think if you want to go toe-to-toe with Colorado and say, hey, match us goal for goal, there's no team, not even Toronto, there's no team that can match what Colorado has line for line and defensive pair for defensive pair. The the key is going to be the goaltending. Can Mike Smith do something that he hasn't done this thus far? And that is just stand on his head for six games and give him the best chance to win four. But I think Colorado's like, if you're a betting person, I think I saw the line for the series minus one and a half for the series. So that's to win by two games. So 4-2-4-1-4-nothing, you'd all be winners. It's like a minus 105 right now, which is pretty pretty solid value if you think Colorado is going to, as Chap says, uh, win in 10 days, five games, something like that. Toronto doesn't even deserve to be mentioned. They didn't make it out of the first round. Easy, so that's easy, that's that's easy, the first easy. thing. Second, easy, second, easy. second thing is... Uh, wow, wow, wow. Chap, Chap I, listened to half of what I said and not I, the whole statement. No, but I, I have a terrible... I, I, I think Bennington's terrible. But but part of that's because okay. he's so bad against the Canucks every single time. He allows like yeah. eight goals a game against the Canucks, and I, I don't know what his stats are, but he almost got pulled by the Blues this year, and replaced. Like he he's he did get replaced. Bad. He did he did get replaced. 
But I'm not talking about regular season. I'm talking about what he did about in the now. I get, yeah, he's, he's gotten hot yeah. lately. I get that. Which but the playoffs like, is all about, right? Like, but like, yeah, thing, he right? he's terrible. He's he's that's I, I would trade him. Like he he's awful. But yeah, you're right. Kemper has not looked good. He has not no. looked good. But Mike Smith has looked pretty god awful as well. I mean, he let a goal from like what 89, 80, yeah. 90 feet. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> so like, he's like, oh, you laugh about it now because because we won. I'm like, fuck, you can't laugh about that, man. Like, yeah. I'm not good. Like, I don't know. I Colorado, they're just like so good. It is just mm-hmm. you're right. Their Achilles heel is their goaltending. But even then, Darcy Kemper, I think he was a Vesna finalist like a year ago. So he he can he can still turn it around. That team, it, it, you know, that team is like I said. I think it's one of the best teams I've ever seen in my life. Way better than those fraud fucking Florida Panthers, which is just hilarious. I'm so happy that they lost too. Because everyone's making them out to be the, the best team of all time, and like, like they fucking suck too. So, I think we do honestly have the four best teams left. Um, but mm-hmm. hands down, this isn't this isn't going more than ten days. It's just Wait, not. did did the Rangers win? They, their game seven's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just mean tomorrow. I just mean whoever <laughs> wins that series. Like, I think I think Carolina is very good. I could see Carolina, you know, winning the cup. Uh, uh, but I could also see the Rangers winning it if Colorado's goaltending didn't hold up. Bro, okay. neither one of those teams is getting by Tampa. Uh, I don't know. Tampa's, Tampa's going to be starting to get pretty tired pretty soon. So sleepy. They played a lot of hockey. I got hockey-related question. Quick hitter. Relevance high. Ooh. Was it a kick or not a kick? Flames oh, Oilers. That's a goal. That's yeah. a goal. Yeah, hey, I, I'm gonna take it. I want like a thousand dollars on that. I'm happy, but that's not a kicking motion. He he no. may have guided the puck in, but that's not the rule. The rule is you can't have a kicking motion. He was stopping, slowing down, redirected with his skate, which is now legal. But it was certainly not a kicking motion. So yeah, I feel you feel for uh, you feel for color uh, for uh, category. The CGY, yeah, I felt I, bad. I don't, I don't, but like some people do. <laughs> I got uh, a few extra shekels in the bank, so yeah. I'm all good to go. <laughs> exactly, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with that one. Take that L, Calgary. It's one of the worst calls. Like I, I don't, I don't, like that was because he was like trying to get out of the way. He's getting pushed from behind. He's trying to move from the goalie so he doesn't hammer the goalie. Puck goes off his skating in. Like I just, I think that that's a good goal all day. I don't know. I think the refs kind of. Did that go to review? I know like, it, it must have went to review. It did. It was they a, called yeah, it a goal. Long, it yeah, so Toronto, so Toronto fucked that up. Like that. That is. That, that's how much hockey <laughs> I'm watching. By the way, after the Canucks like get eliminated, I don't really watch hockey. But uh, that's a good goal. That was Shout out Toronto good. being relevant in games that don't matter to us. Woo woo. <laughs> um, speaking of a terrible calls in that uh, series, Milan Lucic did not deserve to get suspended for a game. So if for those who don't remember or don't know what we're talking about, uh, there was a, a play in game five, maybe game six. I can't remember. Milan Lucic going towards the net. Mike Smith comes out to play the puck behind the net. Mike, Mike Smith, the goalie, plays the puck. Lucic looks like he is slowing oh. down and trying to avoid contact. Still steamrolls Mike Smith, but gets tossed around afterwards. And then Milan Lucic comes out on the winning end, but gets suspended for a game. 
sure, maybe you call an interference penalty, but like, I don't think it deserved a game suspension. Then again, you're also talking about a guy whose past is probably working against him. Yeah. What are you, is, is it the repeat offender that got him the suspension? Like that in itself, because what Nazem Kadri did was pretty bad. And that's what, I mean, took out Bennington. He was done for the series that completely changed the momentum for the St. Louis series. Like, did he deserve that suspension? Was it like a penalty? Should it have just been like play on? I'm I'm curious on your thoughts here. I think it was the Tom Wilson effect. Kind of he's a or Marshawn repeat offender. They are a bit less lenient. So overall, should it have been if it were just uh, someone that goes under the radar? Probably not. But you know, reputation comes into play on stuff like this. So yeah, it's hard to say. But it you know. You can make the argument on if it should or shouldn't. It's just play-by-play basis. But if you do it enough, then you have to, you know, send a message out. So missing a playoff game is quite important. So, yeah, it's just one of those things that reputation probably came into play here. Flop. Huge flop. Yeah. Biggest flop I've ever seen. Mike Smith is... Easy. Easy. Ever seen is an exaggeration. I mean, it is. You you watched soccer before. Yes, I have watched soccer before. (laughs) That but that like you barely touched him. I mean, to to float to like throw your gloves in the air and like flop around. <laughs> oh. Like like come on, like calm the fuck down here. Like goddamn. Like and Mike Smith is known for the flop too. Like he's known to be a, a complete dirtbag on on the on the ice for for a goalie as well. So you know, it wasn't a flop. I don't like Lugitz either. Don't don't get me wrong. Boston yeah. Bruin Canucks. There's a lot of history there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that wasn't. That wasn't enough. That's just playoff hockey, man. Just playoff hockey. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, you know, just flop city and two guys, you know, fucking around. I want to talk about, I know Chaps is highly invested in this next conversation. Sock. What is the worst thing? No. What is the worst thing you've ever done to someone in a fantasy league that you've been a part of? And oh, does it come flat. close to what Tommy Pham did to good old Jock Peterson? Um, I'm, I play by the rules. You know, I might've made like a bullshit trade when I knew that, you know, I was going to lose. So I might've given someone a little leg up at the same time though. These leagues aren't high stakes. And usually like I have a free league I play in. So like, if I do it, it's not really a big deal. Cause like no one really cares too much. So I might've gifted a, a player or two knowing I got a crappier return. However, you know, did I screw someone out of money ever playing fantasy football? No, absolutely not. So, yeah, that's probably like the worst thing I've ever done is just, you know, on a free league where, you know, 90% are not invested at all. And the one guy that runs it is, you know, maybe throw a little freebie out there. But, uh, yeah, and in one for money, I play for keeps. I, I've been over the salary cap and no one I've, I was over the salary cap a couple times in a couple of my leagues. Oh. And it's all done by like gentlemen's agreements. But, I've been so far back at that point that like it just doesn't really matter. Um, and by 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 like you know, our, our, and I have a keeper forever league where we get where we keep the players like forever in uh, in hockey. And I've been over by like a couple hundred grand, like not much by any by any stretch of anything. Um, but I was in last place and stuff, so like it didn't really like matter matter. Uh, and and what he did, what John Pierce did. <laughs> 
wasn't greasy. I mean, that that fat guy to come up and punch him in the face and or whatever, slap him. Like, calm the yeah. fuck down, man. Calm the fuck down. Jacques Peterson looks like a champ right now. Like, looks like a champ. First of all, he's getting interviewed. If you don't know he's a baseball player, you don't think that he's an athlete. Number one. No. I don't know what happened. I don't know what. Listen, I've put on pounds for COVID. I'll be the last person that like. I'm not fat shaming anyone. But like young, like Jock used to be like a young killer on the Dodgers. He used to be this skinny dude. My guy looks like he took a bunch of Tommy fan punches to the face before the interview he did. Those cheeks be looking kind of full. But like what he did wasn't wrong. He actually even when was the last time that you saw an athlete explain the entirety of a situation in front of a room full of reporters, show the actual like text message receipts, what was said? It never happens. And what Jock said. I can't want to call him young jock. Uh, what jock nice. did instead was completely in the scope of how the rules of the game and his league work. It was Tommy Pham who was new to the league, who didn't understand, even though he was doing it himself, apparently during the league. He And then apparently after like, I don't know, three weeks or so, he got like booted out or he quit the league. But like, for Tommy Pham to come out and be like, listen, I'm a high roller in Vegas. Like, they pay me to come there. Don't be messing with my money. Tommy Pham is a joke. The one good thing is no one gave a fuck about Tommy Pham before this story. And now his new his name is in the headlines. I'm glad he got suspended. But Tommy Pham, like, take yourself a little less serious, my guy. The Padres did choke last year, which is what Jock was talking about. They did. They were one of the best teams in a major league baseball uh, league last year. They blew this humongous lead that they had over two other great teams in the NL West. Didn't even make the playoffs. Like you're going to get called out, especially by a guy who plays the game as opposed to just some random guy with Twitter fingers from the no instructions needed podcast. Like, come on. Jock's talking from experience. They beat Twitter your fingers. ass. Yeah, like, come on, man. Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. Mm-hmm. Shout out Drakey. Drizzy Drake. But yeah, Tommy Fam, you're a fucking joke, man. Ass clan of the week. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah, so- I'm a high roller. He's like, he's had a good career, but like he's he's not on any mega deal. He, he makes no. like seven million bucks a year. It's just like, okay. Well, what <laughs> Baseball is, is nada. Yeah. It's like that's the high roller comment is super subjective, right? Like yeah. the people in Vegas are probably like, no, you're not. <laughs> probably at the Wynn Hotel or some like shysty back lot. Probably like an old Vegas at like the Golden yeah. Nugget. Probably out in, out in Reno. Don't diss old Vegas. Don't diss <laughs> old Vegas. Some of the best <laughs> nights of my life are at old Vegas. <laughs> dirty, dirty, dirty old Vegas. Good time. Yeah, I don't think I, I've been to Vegas a bunch of times. I don't think I've ever been to old Vegas. What? You want to plan a trip, Chapsy? You want to plan a trip? Yeah, I will. I will go to old, old Vegas. They still got like the slot machines. Well, I don't know because of COVID now, but we're like the you the pull? fucking coins. Come, yeah, you pull the coins come through, and you get like these tin cans that that are oh, plastic man. cups that have like little fucking coins in them, and like so much fun, man. There's always like eighty five Elvises there. Um, oh, nice. bunch of dildos just for some reason. There's dildos everywhere. I don't know why, but there's dildos everywhere. Uh, a $5 buffet. Oh, that's an expensive buffet. You got like a $2 buffet. Like those are the ones you hit when you go to the old Vegas. You get blackout smashed out when you go to the Jesus. old Vegas. I fucking love it. It's one of my favorite places on earth. Well, I hey, think this- we got a trip to plan then, chaps. 
awesome. This is like the greatest segue to a movie question that I had for you guys. You guys nice. are just killing it today. Um, what is the greatest movie oh. that should have never had a sequel? Oh, are you thinking Hangover? Are you thinking Hangover? I'm, I'm thinking, I think Hangover 2 is like the worst official sequel to a great movie ever. I really do. I'm not making a face at you. You can face at basketball. Um, there are there are some that pops in. The first one that comes to my mind, I was thinking Hangover right away, but I'm also thinking Zoolander. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. I like that one. Okay. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, I was going to say that too. Wait, so are you talking Dumber Dumber 2 or Dumb and Dumber Er? No, the Both. Dumb and Dumber 2. Because Dumb and Dumber Er was terrible. There was one scene though. I I literally there's shit everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. Bob Saget, rest <laughs> rest in peace, Bob Saget. He was. It's on the ceiling. <laughs> How do you get shit on the really ceiling? Older. It's on the walls. It was so funny. It was one of the best things ever. But yeah, Dumb and the Dumb and Dumber saga outside of the first one, pretty bad. Horrible Bosses Two, pretty bad movie. That's a pretty pretty like it wasn't a good follow up, but. I think you hit it right on the head with uh, with uh, Zoolander. Like that second Zoolander is like unwatchable. Like that's one of the worst movies out there. So I think I think yeah. that's a pretty good one. I watched it not so long ago, within the last few months, just because I, I ha- like seen it the first time. But uh, Julian sent, showing us something. I can't make it out. Uh, but yeah, I watched it again. I'm like, it's pretty bad. Like Bieber at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. <laughs> I was trying to think of like an actual, like legit, like great movie that got a sequel in that, that, uh, like, like an Oscar caliber type movie. Hey, maybe it's Avatar. Maybe Avatar 2 coming out Ooh. is going to be so bad. Chaps, you are on to something that has the potential <laughs> to be the worst sequel ever. Yeah. Like, and, and, and here's the thing there's so much to say that it will. No. Because the like it it in order for it to be successful, and, and the thing is, it can be a good movie and still be a terrible sequel. It has to do so much based on the amount of time that's passed, based on the amount of success the first one has. Like, there's so much like rooting against it that it has to be a nearly perfect movie. And even then, tell me, tell me the audience that is has been waiting for Avatar two. What's the age demographic? Like it, it, it doesn't. The only people that will go see that are Spielberg, or sorry, are James Cameron people. Like those people who ride him for whatever movie he comes up and does. It's like it's a James Cameron flick. We're gonna go see it. That's the only thing. Otherwise, there isn't really an age demographic. Now, the only thing that they're doing really, really well is that they're releasing Avatar. I think two months before the Avatar two comes out in movie theaters to get people back into it. I think it was one of the smartest things that they're doing, but like, I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what the thing is. I don't know. I don't know what the genre is. The age. Group. So, so James Cameron is a big movie director. That's what he does. All he does is direct big, big movies all the time. I will say one thing. Avatar. This is typical chap chaps, hot take here. Avatar is one of the worst, best movies. Like one of the, it's probably the most overrated movie I think I've ever made, to be honest. It is. It's just a complete ripoff of Fern Gully and Pocahontas. 
That's all it actually is. Even down to the stupid tree from Ferngully and from from Pocahontas. Now I'm just thinking about it. one of the like Ferngully kind of ripped off Pocahontas too. But uh, you know, like it, it's not a good movie. It it, it it isn't. It looked cool in theater and stuff like that. But James Cameron knows how to build hype, though. Like he knows how to build that hype. The movie might suck, but that's going to do a bill for sure. There's no doubt that movie tops a billion. But but here's the thing, like I, I find it so hard now to to take money made at movie theaters as a reflection of a movie being good. Because you have the initial box office weekend that everyone is going to see the big movie. And just by going to see that, it's contributing to the success of it, right? So it could have the biggest opening and be the shittiest movie, but it's gonna gross a billion worldwide in I don't know, three weeks, right? So I, I find it so hard now when you have like, and I'm a big Marvel guy, I love Marvel movies, but like Doctor Strange is going to make a ton of money and it's not like the greatest movie of all time. Spider-Man was really good, had a lot of hype and had very little marketing done from like a trailer perspective or whatever. It wasn't like the greatest movie of all time, but again, because you're part of like this anthology of films that have the credit of being good and making tons of money, the fan base is going to go out and see it regardless of whether it's shit. When the new Captain America movie comes out with Sam Wilson as Captain America and being the first black one, numbers aren't going to reflect that only because half of America is racist. They don't want to see a black Captain America. Let's be very honest, but it could easily be one of the greatest films of the entire series it's just money Ooh, doesn't... about that. No, but I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. it, it has the potential to be, right? Like, it really, it could be the greatest film that the MCU puts out and not make... No, it hasn't been made yet. I'm just telling you, you fuckers, <laughs> that, like, it could, it could be, but it's not going to be seen the same way because of the racial inequality that sweeps the nation of, of America. But... Julian, like, you know, nothing will ever top the Winter Soldier. Uh, well, I mean, there's plenty of that top of Winter Soldier, but I mean, I fucked no. with it. I fucked with it. No. Chaps brought up the best Winter Marvel Soldier movie ever. Yeah, I did. That was a great tweet. Um, <laughs> but uh, you couldn't be more wrong. But I loved it. I saw where well, you. Were going. I, 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 I like, knew. I knew it wasn't that because I knew yeah. like if that if it would have been that, that would have been amazing. Yeah. But uh, the thing with the Marvel movies <laughs> is that the reason why they do so good in box office isn't even because they're good movies. It's because you just never know who's going to pop up in these movies anymore, right? So, like, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange had all this hype because I'm not going to – I haven't seen it, but I know I know there's my boy Jim from The Office is in it. And, yeah. like, 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 there's a bunch of stuff like that that Marvel has done so good that they can intertwine with. And the 3D effect. So all these movies make so much money because there's 3D dollar value now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to go back to Batman, but that's why Batman – isn't as high grossing as some of these movies because they don't do 3D. They don't. They don't do any of that stuff. And it's not like big name cast. Yes, yes, Robert Patterson's a big actor and all that stuff. But he's, you know that who's in that movie is going to be who's in that movie. There isn't going to be any of these crazy cameos that you're not going to expect. And well, the Joker, uh, the Joker, but I get what you're saying. Like, not yeah, but like the Joker, but yeah, but that's, that's, that's I mean, yeah. that, even that, that's not, you, you know, he's going to be in there. Like you knew that was going to happen. That wasn't a big secret. Whereas Marvel is like, oh, with the Spider-Man movie, everyone's like, see, Spider-Man did way better numbers than Batman. It's like, fuck, you had to bring back Topher. No, I said Topher Grace. Topher uh, Grace. <laughs> you had to. You had to. Man, that would have been dope. That would be sick. You had to that bring back so every bad. fucking every Spider-Man. 
just mm. to do that. And then same thing with the, with the with the strange movies. You have to bring all these crazy guys in. Like Marvel movies are almost becoming unwatchable because there's so much going on now, and you have to that's, pay attention to every little fucking thing. And it's super annoying. That's why I thought about Doctor Strange. I'm like, there's a lot going on here, and it's like just stimuli for like two and a half hours, and I'm just like, it's just too much. Like tone her down for a minute or two, please. That was the thing I told you, right? I just said I wasn't going to spoil anything, but I said it's a roller coaster. The moment you get started, it doesn't stop. Like, from beginning to end, I honestly felt like if that movie's two and a half hours, two hours, 40 minutes, was almost a better time slot to, like, get through everything that took place. Because, like, when Wanda dismantles I haven't seen the it. Illuminati. Okay, well. That's fine. You can ruin it. I'm not going to watch it. Like it's just it's just one of those things where it's kind of like this movie needs to be longer. This movie like certainly needs a little bit more time to like grow. Whereas, and here's the thing: Disney Disney has a plan. Disney has like the James Cameron effect, right? People are gonna watch stuff because it's Disney, and they're putting together TV properties to go with their movie properties to sell their Disney platform, and they are super super successful with what they're doing they have two of the arguably biggest studios properties ever in lucasfilms and star wars and marvel for their movies like they have you can't tell me another franchise that's on any streaming platform that's remotely close to what disney has in those two plus you have disney and you have pixar right and now you have fox and you like the anthology that yeah they got it all they they, have, they literally have everything, which is why they tried to like hold it up in court. Other companies didn't want it to happen because they knew that they would hold like the market share of stuff. But Disney has this plan, and they're absolutely crushing it. And as much as fans of Marvel movies like Dean and myself, who were super excited for Spider Man, thought that you know Doctor Strange would have been like pretty dope, and we're, we're left a little bit underwhelmed. We're still gonna see it, but like. It's probably we're probably not as excited as we were in like phase three of the MCU <laughs> moving forward, and that's okay because Disney's still going to make their money, right? Like they don't really kind of give a shit about that. Anymore. Yeah, it's the thing for me is it's like they still got bangers, right? Like so you're still going to see it, like Shang Chi for example, Smash that movie was awesome, uh, but then you they followed up with Doctor Strange, almost like okay that was okay I guess, right? Like. It was fine, but it wasn't great. So it's kind of like, and then the Eternals as well, like not great. So there's a lot, you know, the quality, I guess you can say, is kind of diminishing a little bit in terms of consistency. But like they still have the, like Shang-Chi was awesome. I, I love that movie when I saw it. Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things that I'm still going to see it because there's still the potential for an absolute bup, 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 bup banger of a film and then you know you got to keep up with the storyline it's not like i'm gonna miss a movie yeah. and then and then see the one after that because it, the reviews are better it's like well I'm, there's gonna be tons of plot holes and there's gonna be tons of holes in my mind i'm like why is this happening right so i, I gotta see them all gotta catch them all you know what i'm saying ask catch them nice um but uh <laughs> ask catch him. Uh, but yeah no like i'm not, again i'm not an idiot like i know these movies are good like i'm not stupid like i know they're good quality movies i just don't like as i've said a thousand times how the world is always coming to an end it's like get over your fucking self just do a city for once that's why i kind of like the the spider-man movies a little bit more um but you know i just i'm not a big fan of 
of uh of just how much they're jam packing in these movies. It's coming down to the finish here, boys. This is oh my be, god. I, I, I need oh I need my. someone like, I need someone to tell me what's happening because I have oh, that, right, right the, now the, Tatum, the two point game. Tatum's driven the ball. He's passed it to Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart's driving in the lane. Pump fake, pump fake, misses. Rebound, Jimmy Butler. 20 seconds left, dribbling up the court. Here comes Jimmy G for three. Uh, he missed misses. it. What a stupid shot. Yeah. I'm ahead of you guys. Never mind. That was – a... Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Okay, here we go. This is this is, this is is what I need right now. Free throws. Let's go. Oh, Did he pick the over? No, I picked – I have two bets going, and both of them are semi-decent. One of them is Boston Moneyline, and the other is Boston minus two and a half. So, oh, no. Dean and you are going head-to-head. No, I right, yeah, I picked right, I picked the over, and I picked Miami plus two and a half. So, yeah. the over – the over is – You should hit the over. Away. Yeah, so, I mean, the over should be good if Miami can get, like, a bucket because it's, like, 197 and a half, right? Yeah, one ninety six okay. and a half. All right. Okay. So yeah. All right. You, so just just close. You, you guys watch this out here. I want to end this episode on a very somber note. Um, I think we kind of have to. Ivali, mm-hmm. uh, Texas, this week or last week, I guess it was. Now at this point, had nineteen children murdered, and two teachers or two adults murdered. With the use of an AR-15 rifle, uh, when a psychotic person walked into a school and started shooting, this isn't an isolated this incident. This doesn't just happen once in a while. In the United States of America, I believe there's been 222 mass shootings this year alone. If you don't think that it's time for some sort of gun control in the United States, you're a fucking idiot. If you can be 18 years old, walk into a store, buy two AR-15s, and walk out of the store, and go shoot kids, and you think that's all okay, you're a fucking idiot. There needs to be some sort of control There needs to be something put in place. For fuck's sakes, you can be on the terrorist watch list in Texas and go buy a fucking gun. We are we pride ourselves in this podcast of being funny, of being, you know, escape from reality. Let's just have a good time. We make fun of a lot of stuff. It has got to the point now where I I I have two kids and I cried my eyes out when I heard this. I did the same thing 10 years ago with Sandy Hook, and I heard all the outrage from all the famous people on the left saying, oh, we need guns, gun uh, control, and yada, yada, yada. Guess what? It didn't fucking work. You guys didn't do your jobs. You got mad on Twitter for an hour or two hours or a year, and then, it, and then you let it go. And then you got all these psychopaths like Ted Cruz, Mitch McConnell, uh, Greg, George Abbott or Greg Abbott, whatever the fuck that guy's name is, who sit there and say that, yes... It, you know what? It's within the right. Let's put let's put armed security guards at all the schools. What type of fucked up place is the United States where you have to have armed security guards working an elementary school? 
It's not up to the elitists in Hollywood. It's not up to the stupid fucking right wing to fix this. It's up to all the people of the United States to get and vote and demand change. Simple change. Make gun laws 21. Make it so that you can't buy AR-15s. It's simple shit like that that's going to save children's fucking lives. Kids. Five years old. Seven years old. Twelve years old. Fucking kids. And if you don't think that we need to change that, then you can fuck right off and quit listening to us. There is kids getting murdered in the United States. And it's frustrating because I can't do anything about it because we can't do anything. But you fucks who vote people in down there, look at the results and look at what's happening. Kids are dying. Get over yourselves. Uh, Listen, chaps, you hit the nail absolutely on the head. There's no need for AR guns. There's no need for armed adults when the police for like 19 minutes chose not to enter a school because there was an active shooter. So if, if the, and Ted Cruz has said, give the good guys guns when the good guys who are the police are having guns, they're unable to do anything. And now you want to put more people in harm's way to make poor decisions. And honestly, will add to more loss of lives. It's the people argue it's an, it's, it's one of our rights. What people forget is that those rights have been amended, which means those rights can change. Those rights were never initially in the Constitution, and over time, when things needed to change, things changed. So the narrative of this is my right is so lost. It is so 17th century, where we are in the world right now, and the way that the world is going, not just abroad, but domestically. We need to see a change. And the one thing I'll add to what you said, chaps, is Canada is just as disappointing as the United States. We don't have as many mass murders, but the Supreme Court this past week said that they are taking away life without parole for those who commit mass murders in Canada. How that can be possible, it just does not make sense to me. And maybe people are going to be in disagreement to that. But these are the type of events and things that happen that affect the future of a country and affect the future of young people. And time and time again, elected officials, judges, groups of people who we choose to make good decisions for the whole country are considerably dropping the ball at every turn. And it's frustrating And as you said, I mean, we have a vote, but our vote doesn't mean anything when the elected officials who preach change don't do anything. So I can only hope that our children have a better future than what we're currently going through. But my God, at this point, who knows what their future is? And there's no safety anywhere anyone can go anymore. So um, I'm with you, chaps. If you don't like what we're saying, if you don't agree with it. Maybe we're not your podcast anymore, but thank you for watching and listening through all this time. Make better decisions in the future. The the fact that someone would disagree with that, like boggles my mind really does. And, you know, I know it probably hits a closer to home for, for you guys having children and everything like that. Me, not so much, but you know, it still hits home for me too. Very much so. And, 
it just it you see it again and again and again and again and again and again and it gets to the point where you sit there and think like why hasn't someone done something here all right and it, it's not like it's a recent epidemic of within the last two years it's been going on for years and years and years and years right and it's getting to the point where like chap said someone needs to do something about it a group of people need to do something about it it needs to change school is a place where children should be safe bottom line it shouldn't you shouldn't have you know metal detectors and all this other armed guards stuff like that it's it's you know you should be able to walk in know that you're coming back home right they're kids they're innocent they deserve an education they deserve just be able to socialize and you know this kind of stuff eliminates that for them right so yeah i'm with you guys here it's it's a, it was a sad week um you know and and the sad part is I, I can't see this not coming up again in the next few months six months yeah, i hope it doesn't i pray to god it doesn't but you know it, it just seems it's just a string of events that keeps happening and happening and happening so hopefully you know they do something about it quick and uh we can all send children to school safety safely again no music that's the end of the podcast get out there and make change